sure to be a joy-filled episode of dwn productions thc podcast sponsored by fast custom shirts here at boygob.com or on youtube just search boygob or don't most don't joe how was your week uh it was filled with work i was at work a lot of the time so i didn't get to watch a whole lot of Van Damathon movies as I usually would in a situation like this. But uh, after that, on Thursday night, we headed off to Austin for KillerCon, which, as you know, is a extreme horror writers convention. And, yeah, it's not for everybody, but I always have a good time. And I did. I had a good time. I stayed up drinking and hung out with people, like-minded people, and it was it was a good time. And I probably sold more shirts than I ever had at this thing, which was surprising because attendance was low because it's Austin, you know, and when the pandemic spikes up, people just, you know, they freak out and quit doing things. And some of the guests had uh, canceled last minute because of COVID and shit like that. But... Whatever, I had a good time and had to come back to reality today. And so I guess last week was fine. This week was not starting out too well in, in the work work zone. But but fuck it, you know? I don't want to talk about that, Tom. You know, just focus on the good time I had this weekend, and that's it. Are there any Vor authors there? What is Vor? Vor is like where... Uh... They fucking eat each other or something. A friend of mine was doing a little vor writing before, and he seemed very embarrassed about it. No, I'd never even heard of that. Yeah, I think it's like 
eating people in a sexual way and then people read this shit and whack off or something. Mm. Yeah, I would I would think that would be extreme horror. That's no, why I asked if uh, they do a thing called the the gross out contest where everybody has six minutes to read a story that is supposed to gross out the audience. And, you know, they after the three minute mark, the audience gives them a thumbs up to go down or a thumbs down uh, in the past. It's been to where people like will start booing and shit and tell them to get off the fucking stage like it should be. But this year, like the crowd was just really polite and giving thumbs up to everybody. And a lot of them didn't really deserve it. And, you know, I think me, Lisa and this other girl, were the only ones like thumbing down a lot of people. So we look like assholes. But fuck it. That's the thing supposed to be fun. And if you're not up to the level of competition, you should be booed out. So that was kind of lame. Sounds uh, like something trauma fans would be into. Trauma level writings. No, nah, because trauma's just—I don't know. I don't. It doesn't work as well as on the spoken or written word as it does on a like, fucking three-dollar movie, you know. Uh, but they also have a Wings of Death uh, trivia contest where the trivia—the if you miss the answer, you have to eat like a a progressively hotter hot sauce. And I was in it this time, and. The first two hot sauces, they weren't shit. They, you know, one was actually really tasty. And the third one that I took, that one was like, yeah, this is all right. And then maybe 30 minutes, you know, the heat starts to fucking build. And then it's just fucking pure heat. And my, I was tearing up and everything. And pretty rough, pretty rough, but fun, good experience. Got a lot of reading done the next morning and the shit. Uh, good times, man good times did you win no i don't think we won never do no <laughs> sure don't fuck i fixed the lawnmower this the john week. deere yeah we have two as they call them what was this stupid fucking name lawn tractors are what they're referred to as because they're fucking idiots and they can't just say riding lawnmower like a normal goddamn person. I've never heard the term lawnmower. <clears throat> it's fucking dumb. You taught me two new phrases today. Mm. Mower and lawn tractor. Mm-mm-mm. Well, anyways, one of them, the fucking mower deck, was all fucked up and bent in like, went over some fucking shit at some time, like some big ass rock or a fucking piece of lumber or some shit. And it just fucking, because the mower decks are these big steel fucking pieces. That blade just crumpled that fucking shit up and broke loose. If you would see it and you knew anything about mower decks, you'd say, what the fuck? And then another one, it, uh, what the fuck was wrong with it? I think it's the drive belt and the pulleys needed to be replaced. And I said, you know what? Fuck this shit. Both of these goddamn models are discontinued. <laughs> I'm ripping the fucking mower deck off of this one and putting it on the fucking other one and throwing all the scrap in the fucking garbage. So that's what I do. do. So that's what I do. So that's what I did. And now we have a fucking actual 
working fucking lawn aerator or what the fuck a tractor a lawn tractor whatever the fuck so goddamn fucking dumb and it's a hybrid because you cobbled it together fuck it's a frankensteinian machine joe franken tractor fuck it is green after all Ah, shit. What else? It was a fucking week of work, and then I had a very shit day today, so terrific. Mm, Loving life. Can't wait. Uh, One very cool thing that happened today is I got a a package in the mail. Remember I won that contest to go to that concert, and then the band didn't show up? No? Didn't tell you about that? I thought I talked about that in my drunken reverie last week well yeah i I had entered a uh an online contest you know just yeah why not click put your name put your email and uh it was for the new anthrax graphic novel from z2 comics and with that it was a a ticket when they showed up here in in dallas so me and roop went to the venue and there's signs everywhere anthrax not appearing tonight due to covid so yeah, didn't go to that concert, but fuck that's it. that fucking guy with the long beard and the bald head. Yes. So, uh, but today, graphic novel did did appear. This is uh So that's that. I got that in the mail. But man, they threw in like a bonus. They threw in this. Not man zombie ball. Wasn't expecting that. Thanks a lot, Z2 Comics. They also threw in a 2X t-shirt. Which I'm not a 2X. But somebody else is. So the next person that orders a 2X t-shirt from fastcustomshirts.com is going to get this lovely thing thrown in there with it. Why don't you give it away to somebody in the chat, Joe? Done. The people in the chat have heard this. They've heard it first. <laughs> no, I mean, instead of them having to order a shirt. Instead of who? Doing why don't what? you just give it to somebody in the chat who would So like then, it. Tom. I tried, guys. They also sent me this Public Enemy album. Why? Apocalypse 9-11. Why? I don't know. I guess they were just feeling generous, you know? Some people it's are a fucking comic book company. Then they also sent me this Apocalypse 9-11 graphic novel. Big old deluxe edition. Pretty nice of these guys. Turn it around and let's see what that fucking uh, price tag says. Doesn't have a price tag on it. Those fucking pricks. Then they also sent me this Cypress Hill (laughs) graphic novel, which... Man, this is a lot of swag. Let's see if this one says the price on it. $39.99 USD. And as if that wasn't enough, um, they also sent me this Cypress Hill hat. I don't know what you call these kind of hats. A bucket hat. Like our buddy Red. He wears a lot of these hats when he's on the open road with his 18 wheels and a dozen roses. But now I got one. So thank you, Z2 Comics. 
So what did you watch, Tom? Oh, my life just fucking passed away, Joe. <laughs> a suicidal fisherman's hat. That's <sighs> Thank you, Anthony. I watched a uh, movie called Kung Fu Ghost. Uh, it's one of those, uh, for lack of a better term, so bad they're good movies. Uh, it's about an Asian lady with a very heavy accent. She uh, inherits a haunted house, but it's a really fucking nice house, like a really fucking nice house. So it's worth putting up with the ghostesses. Uh, I mean, they're kind of ghosts, but I mean, they can interact with her and jump in her body. One of the ghosts is some white guy. I guess he's like an apprentice of the uh, grandfather who's the ghost of the house she inherited. And I'm pretty sure he's a Mexican dude in yellow face. So this is an American flick? I think so, Joe. I think it is. Uh, She might be a... This is a lady. I think it was Jennifer Lynch. I want to say I know that doesn't sound like a heavy Asian name. Maybe she was putting it on for the camera. I don't think so. But uh J- Jennifer Lynch as in David Lynch's daughter? No. This is some Asian girl. Mm. Yeah, uh Oh, Jennifer Lynch. No. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's funny because it's not good. <laughs> and not to sound like a fucking neo-racist or whatever, these fucking idiots with the fucking buns, their hair tied up in buns. But uh, it was kind of funny because of the accent, Joe. I'm not going to lie to you. That gave me some good laughs. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just a bad movie. I heard it took her like five years to finish, so uh, God bless her for getting it done and all that. Now I'm the accents, though, you say the accent, so they're speaking English? Yeah. All right. But she wouldn't say English, like English. She would say it another way, probably with an aura or something. English. Like well, that. I wasn't going to say it. Well, you know, it's but, in the uh, script. It's in the script. It's in the dialect. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a fun watch if you are drunk or if you like watching bad stuff. It's not the best fucking laugh at this movie ever, but it was a fun, entertaining time. And I got some chuckles and there was a Jean-Claude Van Damme reference in it. She was saying something. She was doing the splits and she said, oh, I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme, but with an accent, you see, Joe. So, I mean, you'd laugh. You're a fucking big-time racist, and you hate everything Asian and anima. So. Yeah, it's surprising me that you watch it, because you have shown over the years in recording this show, uh, show that you have Asian hate, as they call it. <laughs> Joe, I have Kung Fu Hustle on full-frame DVD. But you watch it with the dubbing, right? Yes, I like to read. <laughs> I get the Comanche cut, Joe. Mm. <laughs> that's that's the one that I... Fucking pricks. Oh, you got to watch it with the... No, you don't. And then from what I heard on that, 
is they didn't even take like a second cut. They just poorly like Godzilla this shit. I believe so, that. Yeah, it's I guess something they wouldn't uh they did so they wouldn't get yelled at by uh people who really don't give a fuck. Right. White people. Right. Straight white people to Looking be shit to yell about. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I would recommend it. It was an entertaining movie. It wasn't like, oh, it was a fucking Miami connection or something like that funny. But, uh, you know, good for her to get it done. And uh, good for me for having some fucking laughs in my miserable fucking existence, I guess. But uh, if it's legal, buy you, smoke something, preferably Sherm, and drink some booze and watch it. It's on Amazon, but you will have to pay a few bucks for it. Just get some buddies around. I would have if I had friends, but unfortunately, I just watch movies and drink alone because I'm a miserable piece of shit. And... Well, you have a cookout every now and then. Yep. None of my friends came. That's fine. <laughs> Got to spend it with the family. My mom enjoyed herself, so it was good. Don't forget the doggo. Yeah. So Tommy I carry Loomis's jar around with me. <laughs> you like phones, Tom? I mean, I like phones, but I'm not a big fan of boy fuck movies. Mm-hmm. Well, how about black phones? Mm, as long as it doesn't have anything to do with fucking children. I like phones. So the black phone is a 2022, how do you say it? 2022 movie. And it is about uh, set in the 70s. And it's really realistically set in the 70s because there's a lot of bullying going on. There's a lot of uh, family violence going on. No black uh, people in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. So it's pretty authentic. and it's about a guy going around and abducting boys and then uh, killing them. And that, no, he's not doing any fucking to them. Uh, no, he's uh, not. He's what what not. happened in this short story, Joe? I don't remember the short story. No, I, I read that several several years ago, and I think it's in the twentieth century ghost collection, and that. I mean, that has a lot of great stories, but I guess this one didn't stand out for me because I don't remember it. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I don't believe that you've read it, Tom. Come on. Get out of here. You don't like to do any readings and stuff. But I do like listening to reviews on YouTube. Oh, well, fuck. Who? Yeah, sure. Well, you're listening <laughs> to one now, Tom. Uh, the Black Phone, the movie's good. It, it's a, We're it's no a fish, play. Jelly. I'll tell you that, Joe. I don't know what that means. Yeah, you do. They did a review of cruising, you see. <laughs> I don't know. I... You'd know if I sent you the video again, you'd have a good laugh. Probably. Uh, but no, it's about this kid getting uh, abducted, thrown in a little like dungeon basement type thing. And the fuck dungeon. Non-functioning phone. And... Uh, 
the ghosts of the other kids that have been abducted and killed or calling him, you know, trying to give him advice, help him out so he can escape. And his psychic sister is also trying to help him out from the outside. And it's a good flick. It's, it's, uh, it's got tense moments. Unlike Tom seems to think or want, there's no kid <laughs> fucking in it at all. It's heavily implied. Mm. Joe, you don't just kidnap kids just to kill them. Right. Well, that's what uh, I've always said about the Freddy Krueger thing. Like, yeah, he was fucking them, and that's not implied. It's pretty much said straight out in the first movie. But, uh, yeah. What was that, your phone? It was my phone. (laughs) But I'm recording a podcast right now. Maybe Uh, check your phone. This is a, I'd recommend this movie. It's on Peacock. Uh, That that figures. uh, I guess, obviously, it's not for Tom. I don't know if he's watched it or not, but he's probably not going to because uh, Tom doesn't watch a lot of horror movies, you know? I don't watch this kind of shit. It's good. It's very good. For a, right for now, a it's on my top three. Well, let me ask you something about your top three, Joe. Mm-hmm. You only got one movie on there so far? This is true. Okay. Maybe you can watch Marcel when it comes out. Yeah, I fucking doubt it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you watch anything else? No. Mm. I read oh, what's things. that? I just got punched in the balls by a Frenchman. I don't believe it, Joe. It's the fourth anal Jean-Claude Van Damathon. Where does the time go? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So you watch Time Cop? I don't remember these guys, Tom, but... uh, (laughs) Hey, you're doing a podcast. Don't look at your phone. I watched Time Cop, Tom. This is a movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme is uh, a cop, but he's getting into a new division because time travel has been invented, and people are already taking advantage of it, going back in time and playing the stock market and just stealing old Civil War gold and stuff. Yeah, Curly's uh, Gold. Curly's Gold, or the I was trying to think of the one that the uh, Sidaris did, but anyway, uh, Von Dam's wife gets killed, and it's Mia Sarah, and I don't know, and I don't know. It's okay. It's fucking dumb. It's real dumb. There's time traveling. Well, I watched Time Cop as well, too, because I thought you'd have something more to say about it. I think I did, but I'm all thrown off now. It's like, yeah, I don't really want to talk, to be honest. But go ahead. Tell Mm. us all about fucking Time Cop. No, it's all right. Okay. I watched Derailed in this one. uh, Sounds good. No. Juan Claude has to transport this lady in her briefcase on a train that uh, she's carrying the coronavirus in her uh, briefcase. 
and it gets loose on the train and people are coughing and shaking and it's up to Mr. Jean-Claude to save the train from diseases and shit. It's got some silly looking fucking CGI green screen chroma key fucking motorcycle shit. I would say it's worth it for that alone. But uh, this is definitely on, whoa, on the lower end of his movies. But uh, it was still pretty fucking entertaining. A lot of fucking CGI coronavirus particles that I giggled at. Stupid as shit. And then I watched Death Warrant. Which one was this? I think this is the one where he goes undercover in prison as a prisoner to find out what uh why these people in prison are dying mysteriously. And I can't remember what it was. There's a predator in there, right though. No, I think they were harvesting organs or something, maybe. I think that was it. Maybe their blood. I can't remember, but probably their organs, because you can you can live with a little bit of blood taken out of you, but if you take your asshole out, then you're going to have a bad time. Uh, I mean, it was all right. All these ones are kind of all right and worth a watch, some more than others. Uh, Wake of Death. I think this is the one where uh, Jean-Claude goes up against Asian dudes. In this one motherfucker, like the baddest Asian guy, he has a switchblade, but he cuts people's fucking necks with it like it was a full-size katana. He's like spinning around and going, with this little bitty knife thing, and he's cutting necks. It's silly as shit. I would say watch it for that alone. And then I have in hell, uh, Jean-Claude's wife, gets raped and murdered and the guy who did it gets away so he pulls out a gun and shoots that motherfucker in the courtroom and then they throw him in fucking jail for life but it's not just any jail joe it's a russian prison and if current events have told us anything about russian prisons it's that it's filled with wnba players so you know juan claude had a good time until Michael Bailey Smith walked in and fucked this guy to death. So that was something I've never seen before. But it happened in In Hell. And uh, this one is about the guards pinning the, uh, not really pinning, but just making the prisoners fight each other. And Juan Claude turns into an animal. And then he says, no, I won't be your animal fighting machine anymore. And I think this is the one where uh, LT, Lawrence Taylor, he plays a dude who rips motherfuckers' tongues out who talk too much. Would recommend. And then I watched The Bouncer. In this one, Juan Claude plays a bouncer. And things don't go well for him. This is probably the worst one I've seen. I would say, skip it. And then I watched The Expendables 2. In this one, Mr. Cloud plays the villain, and he's villainous in it. I think he calls himself Satan's pet goat or some silly shit. What's his nuts? Stallone has like a skull on his knife, and Mr. Cloud gets the knife, and he looks at it. He's just like, oh, I like symbols. 
I got this goofy goat on my neck. It means I'm Satan's pet or some shit. I don't know. It was all right. If you think you'd like the Expendables or those kind of movies, you'll probably like this one. Or you won't. I don't give a fuck. And then I watched Inferno, also known as Desert Heat. And this one was fucking awesome. Uh, Juan Claude's like wandering around the desert, just talking gibberish, French bullshit, wanting to die. And then Danny Trejo shows up as a fucking fucking spirit guide or some shit. He's playing a fucking Native American in this movie, which is crazy. He uh, finds Juan Claude shot in the fucking desert, so he brings him back and starts homosexually rubbing his feet and shit and nursing him back to hell. It was a fucking weird scene. Wasn't expecting to see it, and I wouldn't be surprised if they started kissing after that. But they did not. There's a lot of fucking crazy shit in this movie. I don't know if it's the Pentecostals or the Southern Baptists or whatever, but one of those motherfuckers who pray with snakes and shit. That's like a running joke in this, that this old lady's one of those. And it's just the payoff is she throws a snake at a guy and it might have bit him and he dies and it just slithers away. But it just like she threw a rubber snake at a guy and then you just see a snake slither off his body. This one's probably the best one I watched out of them all. It's funny as shit. Uh, probably in the top three of the fucking seven million that I've watched these past four years. But Inferno slash Desert Heat, whatever the fuck you find it as, watch it. He was fucking coked up as a motherfucker on this one. I watched the making of and somebody, some, some fucking wise guy doing the editing he's just doing super takes of fucking jean claude blowing his nose sniffing his nose just blowing boogers out and shit and sometimes he'll they'll see that he's on camera and he'll go and there's little jokes in it where he pretends like he's doing coke dude was fucking ripped off his fucking mind doing this movie so that's probably why it's one of the most entertaining fucking ones I i'll probably post a video sometime this week of the making of just watch the super cut of him fucking wiggling his nose around trying to get that coke out. There's a few of them like picking it and shit. It's ridiculous. This motherfucker was high out of his goddamn mind. And then lastly, I watched Welcome to the Jungle. This one's about, uh, I think it's an ad agency. If I remember, they do a team building exercise on an island. And Mr. Cloud is the guy who's like leading him on the retreat and shit. And, of course, everything goes haywire. It's a comedy. It's not the best comedy, but it's worth a watch, especially if you're going to watch 18 fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I would say this would be one of them. has a bunch of people who you've probably seen in other shit before but don't know their names, which is okay. Uh, forgot what I watched it on. but Based on the Guns N' Roses song. Not at all. But out of all these, I would say Inferno slash uh, Desert Heat would definitely be the one to watch. And uh, In Hell was pretty good, too. That's probably the most fucking dark and gritty of the JCVD movies I have seen. 
so that was a that was a lot of shit uh fucking uh inferno definitely seems like a garbage ass movie that vinegar syndrome would be putting out sometime in the near future on 4k so hopefully that happens and uh we can see the fucking rocks of coke stuck in his nose in glorious 4k and that was the fourth anal jcvd-a-thon good one this year mm. you like spider-man well next week we'll be doing uh starting i should say these gamira movies i've got this set here that has four of them the first one is called gamira the giant monster so gamera i think that's what gamera means the giant monster so i think there's like 12 gamera movies yeah but i only have four of them you can find them that's all right and you picked it from 1960 something can't wait all right yeah spider okay um what did he do this time? Well, the fucking kangaroo is back, and he's upset, mate, because he got his ass kicked by Spidermans, and, you know, he wants his revenge. And uh, this doctor comes up to him and said, hey, I'm the guy that, like, uh, turned Hammerhead into a Hammerhead type deal. Let me give you some powers. But uh, in the meantime, Spidermans is approached by some uh, corporate marketing guys that want him to build a car with some new engine that they've developed. He doesn't want to do it, but fuck it. Turns out that Harry Osborne hasn't paid the rent on their apartment for a while. So he goes back, says, yeah, I'll fucking do it. I'll build your car. And uh, in the meantime, the kangaroo got powers from this scientist and then, you know, bitch slaps the scientist and says, hey, I'm not following your plan. I'm going to go do my own shit and kick Spider-Man's ass. They tussle, I think, and then uh, Spider-Man's goes and meets the Human Torch because he doesn't know shit about cars. The Human Torch does. Hey, build this car for me if you want to make a few extra bucks, even though the Human Torch is fucking rich. You know, right? Is Fantastic Four rich? You know, you don't see them, like, going and have to fucking uh, do Aren't a they movie. always trying to fucking pay their rent? Do a movie or something like that to pay the rent. Uh, never see that but then uh, the kangaroo is like I don't know mind controlled by that scientist so that scientist guy has the upper hand uh, scientist wants him to go and fucking uh, rip off some isotopes at some secret lab or something he busts in there Spider-Man goes in there they fight Spider-Man says no don't get that isotope it's radioactive you're gonna die Kangaroo says, fuck you. I'm going to go get that isotope. He dies. And that's it. That's it. In the end, Spider-Man's another villain that we've seen the last of. That's within uh, three months, four months, I think. Uh, Gary Conway's killed two, two uh, major villains in the Spider-Man rogues gallery. And Harry Osborn gets the Green Goblin costume, and he says, I'm the Green Goblin now, and Flash Thompson and Mary Jane do some blow. 
when Peter doesn't want any part of it. Yeah, they do say that. I took a picture of that panel to put in comic book wisdom. Let's go do some coke. Hmm. Odd verbiage. But hey, what are you going to do? Fucking pricks. They were going to go get some coke. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm sure we're going to have another great issue next time. Yes, because the vulture is back, and we're probably killing him off this time, too. Can't wait. Hopefully someone throws a rock at him. Maybe. You like lists? No. I mm. do not like lists. So let's hear about your trapper keepers and shit. Oh, things related to school. Well, I fucking hated school. Mm. So I don't have an honorable mention list. I start at number 10. Well, don't worry. I got six. All right. So you hated school even more than me. <coughs> we'll or, see. Or you have six honorable mentions. Six honorable mentions. Oh, he fucking loved school. Yeah. So my first one was not inviting this kid, Alex, to my birthday party. That's not like something I liked, but it was something that stuck out stuck out because it was a no good piece of shit to, thing to do. And I would just like to apologize to him. I hope your life is fucking awesome. And uh, it's probably the reason why I'm a miserable piece of shit right now. If I could go back in time, I would definitely invite you. Doesn't sound like a big thing. But I invited every other kid in the class but him. So I should go fuck myself. And then I have getting punched by a midget. This was in high school. Fucking uh, real hillbilly high school. I don't know, a couple years ago, if you heard about that school who was trying to get that black kid to cut his hair and shit. And then he went on the Oscars and everything. But this was the same fucking school that it happened at, Joe. Barber's Hill, a group of kids were calling another kid the old N-person word. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you saying some shit, probably like you fucking pickle-kissing fucks or some shit? So the smallest guy ran towards me. I swipe my backpack off. He jumps on me, hits me a couple times, then runs away. And then when I get home, I get a call saying, don't you try anything because we're going to bring guns to school if you do anything and we're going to get you. I was like, all right, then. And then I ended up getting the same amount of suspension days as that fucking kid did. And I never fucking touched him or did anything back at schools fucked up. And uh, they're not too fucking kind to black people over there, Joe. So fuck them. No, this is an... Mom Bellevue, Harbors oh, okay. Hill. All right. Oh, yeah. suck a dick. Uh, this also happened in Barbers Hill, but it happened twice. Both times I dyed my hair blue. One was a mohawk in school suspension forks. I wouldn't wash it out. In the second time, it was for school spirit month at old Barbers Hill. Their colors were white and blue. So Corey and I painted our face like ICP in white and blue fucking paint and dyed our hair blue. And they said, fuck you, get to the office right now, you pieces of shit. Ah, uh, da 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 da. 
the fuck does that say? Oh, yeah, same school. They failed me a fucking year. And, uh, like, they held me back and shit. I was still in all the same classes as that I would have been that year. I graduated on time with my original class with two extra credits. They're just no good pieces of shit and wanted to fuck with me and make me feel and look like a piece of fucking shit. So again, fuck them. And then I have, uh, when I was in high school in Chicago, I think we told this story before, but we were smoking weed out of like one of those metal garden hole nozzles before school. And I had it in my backpack, and they found that. But they didn't find the weed. Still kicked me out of school, though. Pieces of shit. And then I have a dickhead art teacher from the same fucking school. He was just a piece of shit. And said, oh, your shit sucks, blah, 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 blah. Maybe he was saying it because he's a piece of shit. Maybe that was just his way of encouraging people and trying to make him do better. He was that kind of dickhead teacher. But fuck that guy. He looked like he would have loved the fucking movie Black Phone. Joe, and those are my honorable fucking piece of shit mentions. It's a good movie. Uh, At number 10, because I couldn't think of 10, I just put The New Mutants because it takes place in school. It came out when I was in school. And I read it around that time. Good comic. I have something we also talked about before. And that's my thermos of fucking raviolis busting open. That fucking sucked. But I remember it and raviolis are making the list if they can. Fuck school. At number nine, I have those multicolored pins. You know, you push one thing down, and it writes oh. in red. You push another thing down, it's going to write in green. You can try pushing them all down at the same time, which everybody you just broke did. it. Yeah, and you broke it. You didn't write in all four colors. If you wanted to be smart about that, you unscrew it, just hold it together and write like that. It was I should have added those fucking. The pencils, where it was like the little plastic piece with the sharp-ass lead tip in it. Uh Just making fucking blowguns like we were some fucking (laughs) aboriginal fucking idiots. But I didn't. Number nine. It was, I think it was a fifth grade teacher said this. It was some advice that I still don't really take. And it's think before you speak. Some good advice, just still don't take it all the time. Not for you. Fucking bitch. At number eight, I think I liked maybe 20% of the teachers. 20% of the teachers, and this is true, I'd say even now, are probably qualified to be there, to be working with children. The rest of them, it's just a fucking job to them. They don't give a fuck. They, They don't know how to teach. They don't know how to do shit. Teaching is one of the people are always, oh, yeah, we got to support our team. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't. Go and sit in one of their classes and shit and see how fucking good they are at their job. Most of them fucking suck. Mm. 
Number eight is also something we talked about recently, and that was stealing milk after school hours. Fuck them. Pieces of shit. At number seven, I have book covers. Ain't nothing like getting that big old fucking piece of, what was that, construction paper or something or whatever, folding it up so your book flaps will fit into it and then drawing all over it, drawing pentagrams and 666 and naked chicks on it, and then them telling you to take off that book cover. Well, if I didn't write this list right before we were supposed to go live, I would have had book covers on there too. And then I would have had ravioli on here twice <laughs> because they had Chef Boyardee, Mankind fucking book covers. And I still have one hanging in the shop. $800 if anybody wants it. $800 in a bullet. I only need one. No, it's me now? Fuck. Yes, that's you. Oh, number seven, I wrote John Wayne Gacy because in fourth grade, that was like the big news story because the shit happened like fucking 20 minutes from the fucking area that we lived. And I guess that was around the time he got executed. And I talked about it and the teacher called my dad saying, oh, your son's talking about this. And he said some shit like, well, of course he is. It's in the fucking news everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. What the fuck you want him to talk about? Chickens and bunny <laughs> rabbits? So, hey, thanks, Dad. Good looking out there. Mm-hmm. At number six, I have drugs. Mm. This was in high school. And the good thing and... I don't think we have many high school students to listen to this show, but if you do, it's a great time because nobody wants to do drugs alone in high school. They want to do it with their friends. So this is a great and probably your best opportunity to get drugs for free. And you're underage. So fucking the law probably won't come down on you so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, take from it. Once you're older, people start getting more fucking greedy and selective about who they're going to share their drug or even let the people know that they have drugs because they want that shit all to themselves. They've developed problems at this point in their lives, you see. Because it's not only... fun anymore. You just take it to get through life. Yeah, it's the only thing that gets them through the fucking day. I know that game. Mm -hmm. Number six, I wrote Janko. But not the pants you see, Joe. Everybody had the pants. But how many of these fucking bullheaded, cutted idiots were walking around with Jenko jean vests? This fat titted idiot was but two. Remember going school shopping and my mom buying me two. I thought they were the coolest shit ever. And little did I know that would be my wardrobe through my filmmaking career. Mm -mm -mm. To find pictures of that And I look like I'm a little fucking molestable kid Who get picked up by the black phone At number five I have the library It's one of the only cool places to me In the fucking school It's like I'm surprised Schools have libraries I don't know 
It was always a joy to go in there, steal some books. Number five, I have kickball. It was good shit. Not getting kicked in the balls, but actually kicking that rubber playground ball or utility ball, whatever the fuck it was. And if I was in outfield and it fucking went past me, I would just say, eh, and just walk and get it. Because they already got the home run, and I was a fat fuck. Still am, but I was then, too. So I wasn't going to run after that shit. Fuck you. They already got the home run. Baseball rules. Fuck them. At number four. There, I don't remember what this was called, but uh, it was book day. You'd go into the cafeteria. Book fair. Book fair. You just oh. went to one. No, but this one was... Uh, Scholastics book fair. No, this one was free. Like, all the books were fucking free. And you would go in there and you could pick two books out of all the shit that was there. And uh, since I went to a fucking hick town where nobody was into reading, a lot of people would uh, give me whatever books they got. So it was a good day. It was a good day for a nerdy guy like me who liked to read. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Number four, this was in high school. We uh, were making like plaster masks one day in art class. Thought that was cool. At number three, this is in college. The chicks. There's a lot of good looking chicks in college. Nowadays, some of them are dudes, you see. It's true. So you always got to do a little this to see. It was a different era. Number three, again, something we talked about recently and something we talked about just a couple ago, and that's me being a big fat fuck. Why am I a big fat fuck? Oh, because I'd go to the school fair and just play the cakewalk and get a bunch of fucking cakes and eat them and lose my fucking feet. At number two, uh, being my own guardian. And uh, I left home at 16, but I still was going to school. So in 16, my senior or 17, my senior year, I, uh, I lived alone and, and whenever a teacher would like hand us something like, take this to your parents and have them sign it, I would just fucking sign it and give it right back. Here you go. And they fucking hated it. You know, the report card, like have your parents sign your report card. Nah, here you go. What is it? I'm my own guardian lady. You know, I fucking live alone. You know, I got an apartment and shit. I work. You know, they didn't like that. They didn't like that at all, Tom. And then you just left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they couldn't do anything. And that's what they didn't like. I usurped their power, Tom. Is that how you say that word? I don't fucking know. I thought it was usurp. Usurper? That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have Halloween in elementary school. So there was all kinds of cartoons and you could dress up and there was nice decorations and shit. And once you were past fourth grade, you can go sit on a dick, you fuck. Get out of here with all that shit, you fucking asshole. They tell them get out of here with that shit now. They don't even do that in elementary now, I don't think. Mm-mm-mm. And number one, the greatest thing about school for me was fucking quitting school, was dropping out. Fuck high school. Yeah, probably would have made my list if I thought about it the day it was over. But even at the graduation, they tried to fuck me. Oh, you're not wearing the right shoes. (laughs) You can't walk. So my sister went out and bought some fucking shoes that were too small that I still had to squeeze my fucking feet into. Fuck that school, for real. Barber's Hill can jump in a fucking lake. Fuck that place. And number one, I have meeting my wife. So, of course, that would be number one. I was going to say my number one was getting whacked off and kind of blown in the lunchroom, but no, you can just simplify it and say. Yeah, but that janitor, he, you know, he did some black phone shit. Mm, it's all right. Yeah. I wasn't doing it. <laughs> I was getting it done. So that was fine. Oh, okay, Corey yeah. Feldman. Two, two, two. Always <laughs> remember. Oh, so that's great. And you know what's not great, especially these days? Life. Boy, I'll say. And movie posters. But let's see if we can't find 10 that we like, plus maybe five that would have made the list if it was a top 15. Okay? No, I don't give a fuck. I hope everybody enjoyed the final fucking Jean-Claude Van Damathon. It was a fucking hoot. Go watch fucking Inferno, Desert Heat, whatever the fuck it's called. Danny Trejo playing a fucking engine and still saying Spanish shit. Fucking hilarious. Uh, Jean-Claude's whacked out of his fucking mind. It's a fucking... The movie's great. Definitely uh, in my top three. I can't say it's as funny as fucking No Retreat, No Surrender, because he was barely in that motherfucker. So don't really count it as one of his, even though it is. But uh, besides that one, this one's probably the most... Let's get drunk and smoke crack and watch a piece of shit movie. It's probably fucking that one. So 100% watch Inferno or don't. Go to dwnproductions.net. Buy something. Uh, Don't know it's going to be happening. So if you want something in time for Halloween, I would probably get on it now. Because uh, I got some other shit fucking lined up. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know what's going to be going on. So head on over to DWN Productions. If you're watching this on YouTube, at least leave a comment or something. Not trying to fuck with the algorithm. I just want to see if anybody actually watches this shit on YouTube. Because we had thousands and thousands and thousands not sucking our own dicks. But then fucking like the last one dropped down to 99 views. And I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with YouTube because I don't know shit about it. But if I actually see a couple people replying, I'm like, oh, all right, maybe somebody is watching. 
So I don't fucking know. DWNproductions.net. Now Joe's going to fucking sell you his shit. Or he's not. I have no idea what the fuck he's going to do. Look at him. He's wearing a silly fucking hat. So after you're done with that, go ahead and refresh your fucking browser and go back to DWNproductions.net. Take a look. Maybe you missed something. I don't know. You know, you didn't even look in the movies section. Why don't you order one of them movies? Shit, I'm out. I'll have to order some more. Still have to wait a minute. Well, fucking don't do that then. If you want to watch a movie, just fucking go to YouTube, type in DWN Productions Cheese Balls, fucking watch and go, huh, and then never watch anything I made again. That's fine. And there's also an episode or two of the show on the DWN Productions. This one guy was asking me about the podcast, and I had a little to drink, and I couldn't remember what the page was called. So I was, you, you know, don't remember boy gob, just say, Hey, search boy gob. That's all you got to do. I did. And Good. a whole bunch of other shit came up. You it was know, probably boy gone. I was trying you to have to go to the little thing says, did you mean boy gob? Yeah. I think it kept on yeah. correcting it like that. Yeah. I and don't then, know what the fuck boy gone is. I never clicked on any of those videos cause it sounds questionable as fuck, but, uh, that's happened to me a couple times. When yeah, I'd search boy gob, it would come up boy gone. And then I remembered, oh, the fancy Dan. Turns out there's a lot of other fancy Dan videos. But mm-hmm. finally, I, I recognized, hey, there's the little icon thing. Okay. so. But you, all you have to do is remember boygob.com. If you go there, it has all the links. It has the links to the Facebook page, the YouTube page, both of our web pages and a direct link for somebody to buy the Boy Gob shirt. So if you go to boygob.com, all the information's there. All you got to say is Boy Gob. Boygob.com, you fuck. Boy Gob. Go there and eat it up. All right, then. Maybe we'll see you next week. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Boy Gob. The song,